Now, although Aotearoa has some of the strictest quarantine regulations in the world, some travellers will still try to sneak in items that are not allowed. In the past three months, quarantine officers seized more than 30,000 items from and fined 2,000 people. The fines included dried fruit in a milk container, a whole vine of peanuts and an, and an assortment of seeds in the lining of a suitcase. Biosecurity New Zealand says frontline teams are ready to tackle the influx of tourists expected to come through our borders this summer. Joining me now is the Northern Regional Commissioner, Mike Ingalls. Good evening, Mike. Let's start with some of the weirdest items that you've come across down the years. Yeah, again, there's a few over the period in time. You, you talk there of the concealed dry fruit in a malt container. We've also had individuals attempt to conceal seeds in a variety of areas in their clothing and also in linings of suitcases. And again, we had recently had that passenger arriving carrying a sort of whole vine of peanuts inside a bag. But obviously, our, our well-trained quarantine officers, our dogs and our dog handlers uh, found those items. And of course, the passengers were fined under our, our rigorous process. I think finally over the last six months to a year, we've also had things like dead palolo worms, uh, very pungent, uh, found. I think they're known as the caviar of the South Pacific. And again, although those items are allowed in, it's just another interesting part of the job for our officers. So it's mostly food by far, is it, that, uh, that's coming in? Yes, it is. It's mostly the risk items. It's either we're finding fruit fly hosts, uh, fresh produce, uh, fresh fruit, etc., uh, across the uh, across the items, despite our messaging. And the majority of our passengers are highly compliant and follow the rules. But of course, our staff are there to make sure that we protect our fifty-seven million dollar economy in terms of our primary industries and and making sure that we don't get any invasive pests or diseases into the country. And are people who you catch are they pleading ignorance, or what's the story? There's a balance there between those who get the $400 infringement fine or potentially forgot, etc., and the, the officers make risk-based decisions on that. Those ones I've just described as people who are secreting things in their clothing or suitcase. We can take them further for a criminal conviction and, and, and make sure that they're held to account or we'll give them the $400 fine. So there's a mix. What's the most creative way someone has concealed something that isn't allowed? I think the majority of the time people try to conceal things in different items uh, to make sure and try and fool our officers. And uh, the milk container was a good uh, item of that. Sometimes it's uh, just containers across the piece. Again, our highly trained officers during the risk assessment process and, of course, our biosecurity dogs and their handler are very, very experienced in dealing with that. Uh, And we find a lot every single day. When you do find something, what happens to it? Is it destroyed? Yeah, a vast majority have either uh, treated or destroyed. Again, if people bring products in, they declare it. Uh, wood items are an example. We had recently a walking stick. An individual brought that allowed in, but again, it needed to be treated first, that item, then up to the passenger to make that decision whether they want it treated, and then they come get it treated and they come and pick it up at a later date. But a lot of the stuff is destroyed, particularly if it's a risk item. We don't want that getting back into the community. So there's a biosecurity process we follow to destroy the items. And what sort of fines are people facing for not being compliant here? In the main, it's a $400 infringement fine. As I said, again, it increases up to thousands of dollars depending on the nature and if they actually knew they were bringing it in and smuggling it. We've got a highly uh, intelligence unit too and we work with our other uh, colleagues at the border to make sure that people are not subverting the system. We want to keep New Zealand free from pests and diseases. As I said, we want to protect our $57 billion primary uh, sector export business and we take both the economy and our biosecurity at the border very, very seriously.
And just finally, Mike, what's some advice you have for travellers this summer? Yeah, a couple of easy bits of advice. If you don't need to bring it, don't bring it. Uh, particularly if there's risk items, just leave it and don't bring it. We've obviously within New Zealand have a variety of uh, things here that, that you can get. If you do want to bring risk items in, please declare it and we'll work our way through it. But my, my main message at, at this point, particularly during the summer season, if you don't want to be stopped or you don't want to spend time in that, don't bring the products at all, particularly if they're risk items. Leave them at home and just come across travel light. Also make sure, if you can, fill in the New Zealand travel declaration, the electronic uh, aspect that we, we delivered with our customs colleagues over the last three to six months. But the main piece of advice I've given, if you don't have, if you don't bring it, then, then you'll be through the system as quick as you can. Thank you very much. That's Mike Ingalls from Biosecurity New Zealand.